Good morning and welcome to the Estate Agents podcast. We're well into Kickstart 2020 now and today we have one of the formidable uh, training leaders within the industry, Mr. Mike Day. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. Joined as ever by my faithful co-presenters Luke Sinclair and Stephen Brown. We were slightly concerned that uh, I think Luke made a uh, guest appearance on uh, a rival podcast recently and uh, we, we, we didn't have him for the first kickstart week and uh, we didn't know whether they'd... Uh, I've been held hostage. I've I been held hostage. Did, didn't know whether you were... <laughs> podcast. David Mintz and Simon Whale have had me locked up in a room somewhere and I've managed to escape. Hooray! That's, that's a hell of an escape room, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is for sure. It was it was a velvet lined room with lots of amaretto. Well, what can I say? What can I say? <laughs> Any umpalumpas there? Uh, just just one or two, but they were reserved for Simon. <laughs> Too much information, I think. <laughs> uh, Mike, so let's get on to the subject of the of the matter. Obviously, Mike is very well respected within the legislation and training. Good morning. Sorry, Luke, we lost One you there. Twenty twenties. What would uh, what would you suggest our listeners should be considering? Okay, I didn't pick up all of that questioning, but I, I know we want to look at um, two or three sort of key things for the year ahead uh, to run a successful business. And um, you know, I'm well known for my originality and, and everything else, but I, I have to say I'm going to be beating a little bit of a well trodden path here. Um, and the number one overriding, doesn't matter what else comes into play, is to actually have a plan, um, to think about it um, and to actually set out what it is one's looking to achieve and then the actions and that that one needs to do um, to actually achieve that. And uh, I think we're seeing um, the potential of a bit of an upturn in the market. Um, anecdotally, from clients, I'm getting a lot of feedback that um, applicant numbers, inquiry levels have all shown signs of improvement since the general election and now we move into the new year and that's going to pose some great opportunity or provide some great opportunities but also some threats which I'll pick up on in just a, a second. One of the things we often see is that businesses actually, um, more businesses go bust on a market upturn than go bust on a market downturn uh, and that's because they've been hanging on by their fingertips, they're tired, they're not ready to take advantage of the new opportunities and they either haven't got the resources or they don't apply them properly and therefore um, newer, fresher, keener, hungrier, better equipped businesses uh, go on and take a bigger slice. So having a real plan I think is the number one key and that should embrace everything. And the Thank you. And I think if we move on from that to really the biggest thing is always knowing your numbers. Um, and I know you guys live and breathe this sort of stuff, particularly you, Stephen, with some of the training you do. Um, all of estate agency business, whether it's sales or lettings, ultimately hinges on whether you've got listings, whether you've got instructions um, to, to sell. Because if you haven't got stock, ultimately you can't do any business. And therefore, to get that stock, you've got to do market appraisals. And therefore, the real focus in any business has got to be on generating those leads, generating those opportunities for market appraisals. And in my experience, you know, an enormous number of businesses um, would, would actually be running a very successful operation if they were just carrying out one market appraisal a day. 
And if you break it down into small bite-sized pieces like that, it becomes much easier to focus on. There can't be an estate agent in the country who doesn't genuinely believe they can't book one valuation or one market appraisal a day. But actually, the skill, of course, is in doing it consistently day in and day out. Um, 30, 30 appraisals a month would probably give you 15 uh, listings, would probably give you, I don't know, 10 sales or, or, or whatever, and would actually, for most people, produce quite a decent um, business. So it's, it's as simple as that. But it's about, of course, that day-to-day -day focus on the key key activities. Brilliant, thank you. And your final one. Well, I think it's about staff. Um, yeah. Whatever we want to do, we've got to do it through people. And I think the last couple of years have been, you know, challenging. Um, the, the actual numbers in the business are that the volumes actually haven't been that bad, but they have been largely spread out amongst perhaps a few more new home sales and whatever. And I still see an awful lot of people in the business who are not really on top of their game when it comes to dealing with the public. Um, and that could be as basic as registering an applicant, handling an inquiry that comes in off of one of the portals. Um, not speaking to people, not asking the right questions. Now, if we're seeing an increase in applicant numbers, and some of my clients are reporting a doubling or trebling of applicant inquiries, those negotiators or people in the front line dealing with them are going to have to be sharper, they're going to have to be faster, they're going to have to be more thorough in order to take advantage of the opportunities that that clearly presents. And I think the amount of effort that somebody puts into coaching, training, mentoring, just day-to-day -day focus on doing the basic elements right will pay the biggest dividends. Spot on. To totally agree. So have a plan, know your numbers. My favorite C word, do it consistently. Mm -hmm. um, be consistent in what you're doing um, and do the basics exceptionally well. And, you know, there is definitely a bounce. You know, I'm hearing exactly the same thing. Applicants numbers up, viewing levels up, sales levels up, people committing to um, exchanges now. So loads of activity um, and definitely got to make hay whilst the sun's shining. So Andy, Luke, any questions? No, I think they are some exceptional and obvious to some but not not to many uh some top tips and just to reiterate that that last point about doing the basics right um you can incorporate that as part of your your daily morning meeting focus on your applicants what are the conversations that are going on with your applicants how are you booking that market appraisal so that it is to the exceptional standard and coming back to Stephen and uh mike's word consistency in doing it that way every time absolutely i think for me uh, that consistency is is uh, fundamental uh, but it's not just about consistency it's about differentiation as well um you've, you've got to understand that your clients your potential clients are probably not just engaging with yourselves they're engaging with two three maybe four other competing agents um and you need to be memorable memorable for the right reasons so what are you doing uh, that is 
uh, you know, a differentiator from, from those of your competition? How are you handling the call? How are you presenting um, the market appraisal? How are you communicating the market appraisal? How are you following it up? Um, as Mike said just then, the MAs are the lifeblood of our business. And it's, it's really interesting, Mike, because if we book just uh, one MA a day, that's 365 a year. If you can aim at a 60% conversion, that's 220 instructions a year. Um, and I've just run those numbers. Um, you, you know, 220 instructions is, um, you know, an average fee of one and a half percent. That That's a good business model, isn't it? Absolutely. It doesn't, you know, when you multiply these things up, you know, you talk about 365, it's a big number. But as we all know, the best way to eat an elephant is in bite-sized pieces. You break that down to one a day, and that suddenly becomes very achievable and easy to focus on. Um, and you're quite right about differentiation. I was only given three thing, three tips. The fourth one would have been differentiation. Um, but you're absolutely right. These people, this increase in numbers of people that are potentially in the market now are talking to all of your competitors, et cetera, et cetera. Therefore, you have got to stand out from that ground. Um, and the urgency and speed at which things will happen in 2020 will be will be greater than it perhaps was in the last year or so. And therefore, we've really got to have good people on top of their game. Absolutely. I'll give you just one uh, one, one little tip that uh, emanated from my office um, just uh, just this week. It's it's my first week back, uh, obviously for, for following the Christmas break. And um, we had a client that registered and I, I happened to take the call um, out of area client uh, traveling up by train, um, looking to make an investment cash buyer, 150,000 to spend. So they've probably got a choice at the moment of about 15 to 20 houses on the market. I've got four of them. My competitors have got the rest. Um, they'd already spoken to two of my competitors. And um, I asked the lady when they were coming, uh, what time the train was arriving. And I said, well, let me pick you up from the station. We'll go grab a coffee. Um, I'll drive you around the area. I'll talk to you about you know, where's a good investment, where you're going to get the highest yield, where you'll get better capital appreciation, because obviously the two are not the same. Um, can you give me a three-hour time slot? She was absolutely amazed. She said, well, I'd spoken to two other agents. They've booked viewings, and they've told me that I'll need at least half an hour to walk between the two locations or get a taxi. I think that's absolutely appalling. So the point of differentiation um, is, is just that. You know, it's um, extending the courtesy of uh, collecting the lady from the station. It's taking her for a coffee. It's driving around the area. It's showing that we've got the experience, the expertise. No one sells more in IP24 um, and building that relationship. And, uh, well, we'll follow up next week and let you know whether she buys something through me. But I, I bet uh, I've got a stronger case than most of the agents in the town. You deserve to win it. <laughs> Thank you. So, Mike, I know um, we've got the new anti-money laundering um, legislation coming in maybe today, um, if this is on the 10th, 10th of um, January. Um, I know you run some exceptional courses. Um, so when's your next one, please, if people want to come along? The next open course is in London on the 4th of March. Um, okay. Which will give it time to settle down. Agents shouldn't be desperately um, worried about the fifth money laundering directive. Um, but of course, it does bring in the high end of lettings and a few bits and pieces there. And therefore, it's going to extend money laundering across a wider part of the market. So people need to be on top. Of course, also, just as a bit of a plug, guys, um, covers consumer protection regulations. And this is going to be a big topic this year. It's already growing and growing, this aspect of what is material information. In fact, there's a press article this morning, um, and it looks at agents who aren't, for example, when they're selling a leasehold property, 
letting people know what the length of the lease is, the ground rent, various you know service charges and whatever. That is clearly material information. Agents are going to be prosecuted if they're not providing this stuff. So, um, yeah, as a plug for the course, March the 4th, contact me via my website. Um, but seriously, we need to stay on top of this legislation. It doesn't get in the way if you build it into your systems and processes. Brilliant. Mike, thank you very much. Appreciate your time um, this morning. So thank you. Thanks, guys. And thank um, look, forward, look forward to the next one. All the best. Speak soon. Cheers. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.